Okay, now we're back. How are you, Daniela? Good, thank you. I'm sorry. For those of you who, well, you weren't listening because, duh, I wasn't recording. I, I kind of started everything and I totally messed up. We're two minutes into it. My bad. I am so sorry. It's apologies to everybody. All right, I'm going to go ahead and start us out with a word of prayer again. All right. Father in heaven, thank you so much for bringing us today on Unmasking with Nesda. We have Daniela here today, Lord, to share her story, her testimony, her walk with God. And we're praying, Lord, that it influences, that it brings others to get to know you better, to improve their walk with you, and it, that it lifts you up at all times, Lord, and that hopefully this can be a special blessing, not only on Daniela and her family, but other people out there as well. We thank you. We pray for our health and our safety. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. I got it now. It's moving. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So, again, you were saying which uh, church, again, right on the west? El Paso West. El Paso yes. West. Like I said, it's, it sounds like a soccer team. And we need to get together and start a tournament. Yes. Northeast, West. Who are the other ones? Um, Central. Montana Right. Meraz, Clint. We're, we're starting, and Pastor Eliab's going to be our referee on yes. the field. He's probably the longest legs. <laughs> And he's probably the quickest, so he's gonna he's gonna referee. He doesn't know that yet, no, but we're that. we're gonna make him the ref. Absolutely. Yes. So, you were saying earlier that uh, you guys like to be active, right? Yes. Now, in terms of that, I, I you were saying how many miles do you guys run? Well, well, about two or three, but it's not every day. Like maybe every other day, or uh huh. I don't know. It depends. It really depends what we are. How our day is going and what we're doing. Some days are busier than others, so it right. really depends. But we always try to stay active inside our homes. We're always doing some type of cardio or hit, weightlifting. Yeah. We just try to stay active. And that's good because what what and and through our church, you know, and I know you guys are aware of the health message. How was the health message brought to you all? What did you learn from it? Uh, well, I'm very passionate about the health message, yeah. actually. <laughs> you look very healthy, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Way more than that. <laughs> I'm super passionate. I study public health because of the health message. I felt in love with the health message when I was 16 years old. Oh, wow. And I was like, wow, it's incredible what food can do in your body and how food is so connected to also... I mean, I just feel that spiritual health, mental health, and physical health are just one. Yes. And they're connected. And when one is lacking, the other ones are lacking as well. And so I just became in love with everything prevention, helping people live healthy, long lives. Because in my family, especially from my dad's side, yeah. there has always been obesity, diabetes, lots of diseases. And then from my mom's side, it was more like... Um, I don't know, like osteoporosis, things yep. like that. I don't know. It was always, and I was always scared about myself. Like, I don't want to be old and be going, like, through those issues. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't want to, like, I, I tell people, I don't want to begin dying at 25. Exactly. And just eating whatever and not moving. That's one of my fears is, like, I, I my wife, drive, I, I drive her crazy because she's, I, I keep moving, you know, whether it's the morning at home at night she's like are you going to bed no i gotta go work out i gotta do something i can't i can't stay still i was one of those people and you know when when i learned about because i didn't grow up in this church mm -hmm. did you grow up in the church yeah I, I did grow up in the and, church and for me 
you know, I, I didn't really get this health message until like, or started to learn about until like my mid to late twenties, you know? And then I, when I started to learn like, okay, what's, what's good to eat, what's not, I realized like, oh man, that I've been doing it all wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I actually have to read the labels, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, yeah. And cause again, in, in my family too, and, and in other friends and people I know is yeah, obesity, diabetes, you know, all, all kinds of issues. And, you know, that's when I told myself, like, you know what? I do not want to be taking pills. Yeah. I don't want to take, I don't want to be getting older, you know, being a father of four. Mm -hmm. and, and having able to play with your not kids. Not even play with them, not having the, the energy. energy. Exactly. And it's like, I want to have energy when I'm 50, 60. Yeah. You know, I want to keep moving. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So you you said you, you, you got into it at 16, right? And... Where did you go to school? Did you did you go to get a degree in? Yeah, I got I study here at the University of Texas at El Paso. Ah, UTEP. UTEP. Very cool. My nurse. <laughs> my <too>. nurse. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I did my bachelor's in health promotion. Wow. And then my master's in public health, and mm -hmm. I'm also a health coach, and really? specifically a women's health coach. So I do help women uh, who struggle with hormonal imbalances to get back into balance wow. through natural food and self-care. So I do have my own practice as really? a health, as a women's health coach, and I also work as a public health professional here in the city of El Paso. Oh, wow. And so how can people get a hold of you, like find you? Do you have like a, a, a I don't know, a web page or profile or no, something they I, can I find you? I don't have you? a website right now. I'm working on that. But okay. they can find me at Instagram at mm -hmm. Daniela Marquez Coach. Daniela Marquez Coach, go find her people, go follow her. Yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of people who would be excited about that. Because I know there's a lot of people, I know for sure at our church that, you know, a lot of the ladies are always constantly like, oh, what are you doing? And <laughs> what do I need to do? And this and that. And and it's funny because, you know, this whole COVID thing, you know, they eliminated fellowship. Uh, the, the, what is it? I, I'm drawing a blank. The fellowship lunches right right so it's like eh, and i and i tell them I say, yeah you know that's that's probably doing you a favor because you know sometimes i'll be honest i see them and it's like i see the table and it all looks good it's like oh my goodness i'm gonna eat a big bowl of carbs today <laughs> you know and it's like that's too many yes. you know we, we gotta throw in some some raw fruits some vegetables mm -hmm. you know so, some healthy stuff here and there you know and as good as those cakes are and everything I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh it's gonna go in the wrong place on my body i'm gonna go wide you know what I mean? And um, so how many clients do you do you talk to per day or um Well, or everything with? that I do is online. So I run my program online. Um, people get like a when they start working with me, they get access to this dashboard that has all the information that they need. And uh -huh. then once a week, we have a group coaching call where I can provide more guidance and answer their questions or Oh, wow. Anything. So um, usually people work with me for four months. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, they have the option to continue. But during those four months, most of them start to see a lot of improvements in their health, energy, uh, mood swings. Yeah, <laughs> that's big. I, I, I think food swings. affects our mood. Oh, yeah, big time. definitely. So within the first month, they start to see how their energy is changing, how their moods are. I mean, they feel happier and healthier. Right. Um some of them struggle with cramps, really heavy cramps that sometimes yeah. they have to ask for sick days um, yeah. because they don't have just the energy to go to work. So mm -hmm. they start to see improvements on that as well. So it's, it's just very fulfilling. Like I love doing it. Yes. Oh, that's good. And see, 
And what is it like? Let's say, okay, I'm let's say I'm coming to you, Daniela. Hi, I'm I'm overweight. This and that. What's the first thing you're gonna tell me to do? Um, have breakfast. Really? <laughs> yes. Have a good, healthy breakfast. And what is that breakfast gonna consist of? Well, just like any meal that you want to have, it has to be balanced. It has to contain fiber. It has to contain mm -hmm. healthy fats. I feel like a lot of people are afraid of fats <laughs> because we're so Well, avocado's long. good. I know yeah, that's a good healthy good. fat. good. Yeah. Nuts and seeds are good. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to have them include nuts and seeds always uh, in all of their meals. And, of course, um, some type of healthy protein. Mm -hmm. as well is it normally like do you suggest like like vegan protein or just any other any type of protein um or? i i try to be super careful because i i do respect people's way of eating right and i just want to make it as healthy as possible and um i do follow a plant-based diet but not all of my pl uh, clients do and i always like give them suggestions um i think when it comes to vegan proteins, I do like to recommend like the hemp and pea protein. Those are really good. Pea, uh -huh. The um, organic one. The organic, organic protein, and yeah. they're, um, I know with plant-based, we always have this thing about, oh, it's not a complete protein or whatever. But pea protein and hemp protein are complete. So they're really yes. good uh, protein powders. And uh, for those who are not plant-based, they can still use those. I mean, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Um, the, on the only one that I don't like to use is the... Uh, whey, protein, whey protein because that one is made from dairy dairy right. produces a lot of inflammation and when it comes to women's health um, it can increase um, cramps mm -hmm. and, and acne and right. issues yeah because i know there's a lot of bodybuilders strength mm -hmm. training crossfitters they, they love to use whey protein and i don't know i, I was watching it was a show on Netflix. I think it was called The Game Changers. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen it. And there's this this guy, and he's talking about how getting away from those types of proteins, the whey, the dairy, mm -hmm. because it causes too much inflammation, among other things. And, and he's suggesting, you know, going to a much cleaner vegetarian vegetable yeah, or, or vegan type of diet. Mm -hmm. But I know he always says, I think the only one that I think, I don't know, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but because he's gone vegan mostly – that he needs what is it vitamin b12 i guess mm -hmm. that vitamin isn't particular in some proteins i don't know well vitamin b12 is really important and we know that sometimes it lacks um in in people that are doing plant-based but it's also present like in nutritional yeast mm -hmm. and uh, plant-based people use a lot of nutritional yeast mm -hmm. for their plate so i'm not always like really concerned about oh okay B12. i mean and also you can supplement yeah because i know I, I i have one i have a, a multivitamin an organic mm -hmm. one that does have it and you know i, I don't you know i don't go 100 percent vegan i'll admit that i i do have a, a steak once in a while yeah. and you know I, I just try not to have too much meat because i know I used to mm -hmm. have too much, but yeah, my, my body, my digestive tract was just like, ugh. Yeah, my horrible. clients usually, like I was saying, like I don't tell people like, oh, you have to eat only this way because I do believe that everybody is different. Yes. And body responds different. To different things, To yes. different things. Like my husband, <laughs> he lives with <laughs> someone who is plant-based and he's not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because he feels like he needs more, like something more, I don't know, like more dense. So he does... Yeah he does have like once or twice a week he will have some type of um mm -hmm. 
animal protein right and and that works very well for him it doesn't work for me like i don't my body doesn't do well on animal protein and it's the same with my clients some of them ended up uh finding that they don't do well with animal protein as mm -hmm. well and they start to reducing it and they feel very well and some others feel like you know what i was missing a little bit more or animal right. protein so i really believe that everybody's different and that we need to respect that when it comes to eating it's such yeah. a personal journey yeah exactly and and i know for me too because i you know i usually have the i, I try them both I, mm -hmm. i mix it up whatever works for my body but i realized when i would when i would train because I, i do all kinds of stuff too i don't run miles like you guys you guys are awesome i wish i could run that much <laughs> <laughs> my knees give out after half a quarter of a mile but you know, I realized I wasn't getting enough protein. Mm -hmm. I was, I, I realized like, well, maybe I'm not getting enough. And I was just trying to follow up on studies and, you know, and then I realized like, okay, I'm going to try, you know, two protein shakes a day, see how that does. And then next thing I know, after about a week or two, I was like, well, okay, now I got energy. Mm -hmm. Now I'm moving better. And, you know, and again, trying to cut out all the bad, like what bad stuff do you tell people to cut out immediately? Well, sugar is one of them. Sugar, Re refined sugar? or Yes, just... refined sugar. Okay. Uh, because, it, I mean, every time you consume sugar, your body has to release insulin. Yes. Because insulin is kind of like the key that opens the door for sugars to go into your cell and produce right. energy. But um, when we are consuming too much sugar, our body also has to re release a lot of insulin. Mm -hmm. And what... And, in women's health, what they don't realize is that insulin is a hormone, and mm -hmm. it's a very potential hormone. It's one of, like, the mother hormones. Really? <laughs> and oh, wow. that hormone, when it's out of balance, it's going to make other hormones go out of balance, especially mm -hmm. the sex hormones that right. interfere with a woman's cycle. So, um, so that's one of the first things that I do tell people, like, reduce your sugar consumption and so dairy stay away consumption. from soda candies as much as oh that's a tough one for some yes. especially here oh man and then uh you know one of the things too like um because I, i know people who are diabetics friends family how, how do you approach them with that is is it i guess someone who was I say dependent on insulin mm -hmm. you know because they're diabetic how does this particular lifestyle help them How do you approach them? Well, with someone who is diabetic, I mean, you will you want to increase a lot of your fiber consumption because mm -hmm. fiber helps. Um, it, it helps the body to process uh, sugar like slowly instead of when you have a candy that doesn't have any yeah no <laughs> any fiber. <laughs> oh, you're just gonna have a sugar rush and then a sugar crash. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna crash right. out in 30 yeah. minutes. So, but for example, when you have a, I don't know, a apple, an apple, mm -hmm. it, it still has a little bit of sugar and everything, but it has a lot of fiber. So the fiber is going to help slow down the absorption of mm -hmm. sugar. So with someone who diabetes, who has these issues with insulin, you want to, you want to be eating, you want to be eating a lot of fiber, healthy proteins, mm -hmm. Uh, healthy fats. I mean, basically, it's the same for everybody. It's the same for everybody, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And during this, when when you're talking to people, how how does God influence you every day? How does how does He play a role into all this for you and your family? Well, I feel for me when when I learn about the help message, um, 
I just feel that God, um, Jesus has spent so much time in earth helping people. It yeah. wasn't exactly preaching people and telling mm -hmm. them what to do or not what to do. He was always blessing people with his presence mm -hmm. and bringing life and joy and improving um, their way of living and improving their lives. So I take my job as a health coach and as a public health professional very serious because I feel that my mission is to be that to be what Jesus did, helping right. people improve their health, helping people live healthy lives. So every time I work with a client and in one month, two months, she's telling me that she's having better relationships because he, um, her health is improving. Um, wow. She's getting a promotion because, because now hey. she feels confident in herself. Um, to me, is that, okay, I'm accomplishing my mission. That is to be doing the same thing that Jesus did, that's, bringing life and joy into into people's life. That's awesome. And, you know, once it, it's nice when you see the fruits of the labor, exactly. right? You, you see it in others and, and then in hopes that they can influence others, right? That isn't, I mean, that's the special blessing right there, do you think? Exactly. And every time I have a client, I always pray that if it is a client that he knows that I'm going to be able to help, that he guides everything so that he, she can join my program um so i do take it very seriously because it's it's someone's life and yeah absolutely. i don't know how and of course i mean it's not like i tell them about jesus very directly but always mm -hmm. in the coaching calls yeah. within the program i always try to you know you under the, under there, the right? water <laughs> i was about to ask that it's like do, do any of your clients ask for like spiritual help during this time to ask for prayer or is it just um, kind of like on the surface I feel like it's more in the surface, but I always talk about being positive, uh, mm -hmm. about always having gratitude about the things that we have in life. Every time we start or group coaching call, I always ask them, think about something positive that happened to you this week. Mm -hmm. And most of them struggle to think about something positive. Yeah. And to me, it's so important to kind of like, I always give them, you know, a little bit of it's so important that we do this because of that, blah, blah. So it's more under the rock. It hasn't been like, and I think I'm also trying to figure out how to um, get more of the faith aspect into the program. And that's mm -hmm. something that I'm working on. I also want to make sure that people know that I am a Christian and mm -hmm. somewhere you're going to get some, I'm something. Like, I have a shirt that says, <laughs> be ready for me to talk about Jesus at any moment. Here yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like nowadays they tell you to build your brand, right? And right. build it in a way that it's authentic. And I I like to follow those people who are open about sharing their their faith. Um, not exactly telling people like, oh, you have to do the same thing yeah, exactly. with me, but yeah. this is who I am. Uh, and when you are around me, you're probably going to hear something. <laughs> yeah. And I, this. and I think that's important because you have to be true to who you are, mm -hmm. who, who God is shaping you, molding you to be, you know, throughout the, the walk with him. Right. And, you know, I always tell people, you know, just because someone's in another church or belief, we, we don't know how God's working in their lives. We exactly. don't, we, we don't know, you know, cause their testimony is their testimony, mm -hmm. you know, and we don't know. And that's the most powerful thing any human being can take with them. You know, and, and that's not something that we can necessarily argue with. You exactly. know what I mean? And so when you were, what was it like growing up in the church for you? Um, and as far as, uh, you know, spiritually, how what was, it, what was it like as a kid and then as a teenager for you? I think 
think um, I grew up in a very, very small town in Mexico. Um, so it was a very small church and my parents were always very active. So I do have very nice memories of always being active in church oh, and good. helping and blah, blah, blah. And then at 14 years old, uh, we moved to the United States, we moved to El Paso and it was a complete change, like the way the church works and um was it a language issue too at it first was a thing? language issue also uh so it was just a lot of changes like having to build no relation new relationships mm-hmm. uh, the church we were going to clint church i mm-hmm. don't know if you know where that is um so it's kind of far i know where clint's at it's yeah way so out it's, there. it's yeah. far so we couldn't be as connected to the church you know as we were used to right um so i feel that in that time it was very difficult for me to stay in my faith mm-hmm. and that's when i kind of like went <laughs> you went sideways <laughs> all over oh believe Especially me because I, <laughs> I didn't have i feel like i didn't have friends who were christians either mm. so it was just very difficult so i i think for about two years like i went the other route and i was like oh no this is not for me like i didn't feel peace uh what was going on like what what, what was happening that was just pulling you away from god if you will i feel mm, my relationships, my friendships. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that you need to be very careful about who you choose yes. for your relationships. And I feel that also as a teenager, I mean, you're so vulnerable. You're trying to fit in. Oh, that yeah. was my issue. Like I wanted to fit in. It was a new, a new country, a new language, a new lifestyle. Uh, so I wanted to fit in. But um, so yeah so i think that was the main issue like just a lot of things going on and trying to fit in yeah because i you know i'm i i've taught middle school before so you know i taught six uh, you know i've taught grades four through eight Mm -hmm. so i've had students come in at 14 years old in eighth grade from mexico uh, vietnam thailand coming in and it's it's culture shock everything is so unique it's so different and it's like oh boy how do how do i help this (laughs) how do i help this kid out yeah you know and and a lot of times it's it's you know they 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 come from a different way different background a a different set of friends Mm -hmm. family a different uh you know lifestyle and then they come here and it's it's so hard because everything moves so fast Mm -hmm. And then the language and then, you know, and then on top of that, you know, you throw in the Internet, the interwebs, mm-hmm. the the social media aspect where everyone's on it. And it's like, oh, man, who some kids are not ashamed to post this and that. And then you have some that are like, I don't even want to touch it. Yeah. Because of fear mm-hmm. of not being able to fit in. You have that fear of like, OK, what is what are the what are these new kids are going to say that are here at school right did you ever did you ever feel that way where you're just all these kids are just judging you or saying you're this or that um i don't know if they were judging me but i definitely felt like oh maybe i i don't know i feel like it was just too much like i felt like i was losing my identity because i didn't know who i was anymore you know like you're not you're, you're from Mexico, but you're not in Mexico anymore. <laughs> you you were doing Spanish, what they were you, doing, right? <laughs> yes. So oh, you just man. try to fit in and realize like what's happening. So I think that happened like for two years. And then we ended up moving to Clint, which mm-hmm. is again like a very small town. Yeah. So all of the friends that I had in high school kind of like got work everything out. And 
those friends were not there anymore mm -hmm. because I had moved to another high school that was super yeah. small. And then we were close to church um, oh, like go. we were used to when we were in Mexico. So I just felt that um, God removed those relationships that were not good relationships mm -hmm. or good friend, friends in my in my in my circle and brought new people. Uh, also, we were closer to church. Mm -hmm. um, that's when I, is, I started to get interested into the health message. Yeah. Uh, so I feel that um, everything worked for the good by making Absolutely. that move. So I'm, I love living in small towns. That's why we live in Anthony. <laughs> Anthony, yeah. I had, I had my cousin used to live out there too. He had a trailer, open land, and oh, it was nice. It was yeah, always so. nice to get out there. I, and so when you graduated high school, right? Mm -hmm. So now you you feel much more strengthening your face, sure of the health message. What was, what was it like going to UTEP now? Who, UTEP? I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on there, good and bad, if you will. Uh, did did anything waver there at all, or did you feel like, hey, you know what? I felt strong in my walk with God that I can handle it. Yeah, I think I was so much so much confident in who I was, what I wanted to accomplish. I felt that during that time as my relationship with God was growing and growing because I was praying more. I was reading my Bible more. Mm -hmm. um, I was asking God for different things and he was responding my prayers. So I just felt very confident about and very much. I knew what was my call to work in public health and, mm -hmm. um, so I was just like very passionate about that and I knew what God wanted from me. So I felt that at that point, nothing could distract me. Like I was very sure about what I wanted and oh. I knew what was like not being with God. And I was uh -huh. like, I don't want to ever want to experience that again in my life. It's because a horrible that's feeling. Very sad. It <laughs> it's is. a horrible feeling, feeling. You're lost. Yeah, you're lost. You you don't have peace in your heart. Uh, you're mm -hmm. looking for external things to fulfill. And I was like, no, I don't ever want to experience that in my life. Like, never, never, never. Yeah, no, it's. <laughs> so it was very much like, okay, no, this is my place, and I'm not moving from here. Yeah, it's 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 temporary, and you know, you you, you wake up feeling unsatisfied. I've been yeah. there big time many many days and uh, yeah you're looking for something to fill the void and mm -hmm. whatever it is you're, you're filling with this it's not good yeah and uh, and even though i mean probably is it was a mistake those two years having other things that didn't help in my walk with god but i'm also grateful because maybe if it wasn't for that i wouldn't had experienced the things that i'd that I experienced later with God. I don't know if yes. you understand me. Like, yes, I don't know. I do. so maybe I because it. I grew up in the church, I was so used to, I don't know, to take so many things for granted, you know, mm -hmm. like, oh, prayer, you know, going oh, to church Sabbath every Sabbath. Oh, I got to do this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just feel that maybe, I don't know. I mean, if someone can go through their experience with God without having to experience going into the world. Oh, like, that's great, that, <laughs> right? That's... But I feel that sometimes just my personality, maybe I needed that, you know? Yeah. Like, I needed that yeah, <laughs> to exactly. realize how much God loves me and how beautiful it is to and be. And he's willing to just pick you up and yes. say, come on back, repent, mm -hmm. turn around, come back to me. Yes, that so even open. though it wasn't like the best decisions, I feel like I learned something mm -hmm. from those decisions and that's what matters. Oh, yeah, because, you know, it, and, and even if they grew up in the church or not, I think sometimes you, you have to kind of go on a journey. You have to go on 
you know, a, a little, you, you kind of do have to feel the rough stuff in life mm -hmm. in order to understand why you shouldn't have to go there. It, it may be in also in order to empathize mm -hmm. with other people, you know, because uh, again, you're going to, we're going to meet people every day, your clients mm -hmm. every, you don't know what they've gone through, what they're going through. And I think it can help for us to empathize, be sympathetic and to understand like, Hey, I've been there, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I know where you're going, you know, and, and I'm here, yes. you know, and, and, and God's here for you in the event that you need to come back. Cause he's always there waiting for us, you know? Yeah, definitely. I do feel that after that experience, I became more empathetic with people because mm -hmm. before I felt that I lived like in my Adventist bubble. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then after that, I was able to say like, hey, like, no, like everybody experience with God and walk with God. It's so different and so personal. Yes. And we're not the only ones who are At, doing it right. Exactly. You know, there's plenty of other people out there looking, reaching, and praying, looking for answers. And I'm hoping your testimony does exactly that. And I thank you so much for being on here, Daniela. No, thank you for inviting me. It no, was great. We have to do round two at yes. another point. Yes, Absolutely. definitely. Would you like to close us out with prayer? Yeah, I'll do it in Spanish because I'm, I'm used to claro talking to sí. God in Spanish. Yes, by all means. <laughs> okay. Querido Jesús, te damos gracias por este bello día que nos das, por la oportunidad de estar aquí compartiendo, platicando de las experiencias que vivimos en nuestro caminar contigo, Señor, que son tan um, especiales y, y que sabemos que cuando compartimos y hablamos de cómo tú has transformado nuestras vidas, les damos esperanza a otras personas de que ellos también puedan ver que tú puedes transformar sus vidas para bien. Um, te pedimos que esta conversación que hemos tenido pueda ser de bendición para otros y que otros puedan ver que así como tú has cambiado nuestras vidas para bien, tú también puedes cambiarlas de ellos. Te agradecemos por todo lo bueno que eres con nosotros y te pedimos que perdones cada una de nuestras faltas y nos des de tu Espíritu Santo cada día para caminar de cerca contigo. En nombre de Cristo Jesús. Amén. Amén. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll It see. Was great. Absolutely. Talk to you guys later. Bye.